Welcome to Heaven's Heartbeat, a podcast where we discuss Heaven's perspective and God's heart about everyday life topics. This is episode five, where we talk about how your past does not define your identity. We thought that we had screwed up our lives by the things that we had done. And I know that other people had thought that too. Like we thought that where, um, that the things that we had done canceled out the promise of our future, but scripture says otherwise. But I know that for you, Jules, there was probably like the biggest mistakes of your life, if you will, that you thought canceled out everything. What was that for you? Well, and not so much canceled it out because I know for you, Danny, you've told me how you knew, you felt like the Lord had so much for you and that you had this great destiny. For me, I thought I was a, like a nobody and I didn't have anything ahead of me. So I just thought I was a sucky person at, based on what I was doing. I mean, I my past to be entirely honest, like I did a whole slew of things. Like I snuck into amusement parks and, you know, I'm kidding, but no, I actually did. But, (laughs) but I, you know, like I labeled myself, like I, I cheated on my husband many times and I just knew, yuck, I, I suck. And I'm just going to kind of have to like live with this. This is who I am, you know, and carry that. So you just always thought that you were, like going nowhere in life, really? Yeah, I just thought I was like a perfectly average person and nothing really awesome would happen for me. Mm-hmm. So when you were younger, did you think, like, what did you want to be? Like, what did you want to do with your life? Um, marry someone rich and famous. <laughs> that is so funny that you think And become that. a famous I singer. I, yeah, I had, I was really all over the place, but it's all right. <laughs> I mean, but I just like, I, nothing was working out how I wanted it to. And so I just kind of like hated everything, started doing terrible things and then carried the weight of that. And so I'm like, Oh my gosh, who's gonna love me now? I've cheated on my husband. And it, it was just like a really yucky cycle. I mean, you turn on the TV and like, what's the most popular thing that comes up in episodes on whatever show, like someone's cheating on someone and that character sucks, you know, like that character is the worst. (laughs) And I would watch it and be like, Oh my gosh, like that is me. And I would hate the character. You know, I'm like, wow, the character's the worst. And that was me. And I, I lived in that. And it's crazy because now I don't even like, I can totally own up and say like, yes, I did that. Yeah. But I don't feel the shame of it. I don't feel the weight of it because I literally look at it the way the Bible tells me to. That's awesome. As, as like that is the past. It is dead. It is gone. And I know you mentioned earlier, Danny, like scripture that this is based upon. I mean, Isaiah 43, 18 through 19 says, do not remember the past events. Yeah. Pay no attention to things of old. And like, that's not just some pretty words on a page. It literally means like, let go of the past, pay no attention to it. And the Lord says, look, I am about to do something new. Even Mm -hmm. now it is coming. Do you not see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. And that verse showed up a bunch. When I started 
seeking out the Lord, that verse started popping up and I like held on to it. Like, okay, Lord, if you say so. And really like, and the Lord asked me to like, please take these things off, give them to me. They're not yours. And it, I, so I literally like imagined myself like taking off like these bags I've been carrying this load that I had and I handed it over to Jesus and I forgot about it, you know, like I had to let it go. Of course, like I went through the healing process with Paul and I had to apologize to him and we, you know, we went, walked through that together, but my identity and those things that I carried, I had to believe what the Bible says. I had to give them to the Lord. And there was a lot more that happened too, but that that's the, the key. Yeah. So. I love that, that it's so different because I guess I know that you always didn't think that you were like cool, but like, <laughs> it's hard for me to believe that you really didn't believe there was like greatness in you because mm-hmm. obviously like I see it and now you know that that's true, but, um, it's like once you realize the scripture, like Jeremiah 29, 11, that he has given you a hope in a future. You're like, yeah, that's for me. Whereas I grew up, I must've like heard that scripture. And like, I really was like, yeah, I have a great future. And like, I think maybe my mom was like, you have a great destiny ahead of you. And I'm like, yeah. And then like, I really internalized it. And I was truly like a prisoner of that hope. And then in my darkest time, when I literally wanted to kill myself, I was like, well, I had lots of times of wanting to kill myself, but finally in the final times where I'm like, I like, what is the point? I'm like causing everybody else grief in life. I should just like kill myself. Um, I was like, no, I know. Like it was that I was a legit prisoner of hope. I don't know the reference off the top of my head. Yeah. But I was like, I have a great future somehow, somehow I'm going to get there, but I don't know how. And that was the only thing that kept me going. That's amazing. But that's what's so interesting is that you and I have come from such different places, but now it's like these scriptures are coming alive to us. And even now, um, Nancy Alcorn, the founder of Mercy Ministry, said to me, um, the scripture in Proverbs where seek the Lord in all you do and he will direct your paths. And it's because the Lord wrote our lives before like what we were going to do, all the great things in our lives before we were even born. So I heard a yeah. prophet recently say, and it was Micah. Oh, give him Tur- credit. Micah yes, Turnbo. Yes, Micah. he was saying that. Yeah. He's, he's crazy, guys. He has had amazing experiences with Jesus, the Father God. And he's um, super angels. healthy, too. Super yes. healthy, you know. Um, he was saying that the Lord literally before he puts you as a baby, you know, in your mom's womb and knits you together there, he's speaking the future he has over you. So it's ingrained in In our DNA. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so once we submit ourselves to him in this life, um, turn from our sins, um, do not like we are we are in this world, but we are not of it. Then he can finally do what he has placed in us before we were even knit together in our mom's wombs um, for mm-hmm. us to do. And it gives us so much hope that there's it's great so things for us. Yeah. And if we mm-hmm. obey him and do what he wants us to do um, and, and truly like seek his heart, then we have 
an amazing destiny. And no matter what you do, nothing can derail his plans for you unless you let him by base or not let him let the devil derail you. But that's a choice you are making. You have, but you can make the choice to do what God wants you to do with your life because his plan's the best. Right. It's ultimately up to us. Like, do we want to step into that or not? And a lot of it comes yeah. down to like the power of the mind. Second Corinthians five seventeen says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Yes. Old things have passed away and look, new things have come. And it, once again, it's one of those things like this is very that. literal. So I, mm-hmm. this, I heard Chris Ballatin from Bethel teach on this and he literally talked about how like once you get saved and commit your life to Christ, like and you get baptized, you are literally a new creation. Like that old self is gone. And that to yeah. me gave me so much hope y'all. So if you, if any of you are just feeling weighted down by your past, like literally be like, Jesus, I recommit my life to you. Like I serve you. I love you so much. And be like, the old me is dead. And I, you just, it's the power of the mind. You need to believe the Bible says you are a new creation. That's it. And, and the Lord doesn't remember your sins anymore either. Only you do, which is annoying, but that's why it says don't look back. Yeah, it's literally like the word creation. I wish I could get it exact, but Chris Valentin says like the words translate to something like a new prototype. Like you're an act. Yes, Paul's commenting. It's like prototype. You are an, a new thing completely. And that's what Jesus sees you have as like wow. he does not remember the things of your past because you are now a new creation, which is why I say a 4318 means is so important. Do not remember the past. Yeah. He doesn't. And so right. I finally, for me, had to start seeing myself once I did recommit my life to Christ, seeing myself as like, whoa, that's not even me anymore, which is why I don't feel any shame or guilt. Um, that's not right. me. That person's dead. I am a new creation. Like, it's kind of cool to think yeah. of like, I'm Juliana 2.0 or whatever, <laughs> you know? And yeah, <laughs> no, it's true. But I used to struggle with that thought though, because I have always been a Christian. Basically I got saved when I was eight. And so when people were like, Oh, my unsaved self did this. I was technically saved the whole time. So for people oh. like me, mm-hmm. It was more of, and I have all oh, my truth cards. Oh, some of them are here, but I had truth cards written, which again, truth cards are scripture turned into I am statements um, that I would speak over myself. I, I couldn't forgive myself from my mistakes. So sin happens even if you are saved. Does that make yeah. sense? It's so like, choice, yeah. Even if you're on, like, so it's easy. I hated when I heard people's testimonies who were like, oh, but I was not saved then. And now I'm saved and everything's great. And it's like, not for me. I've like, I was my worst as a Christian, yeah, <laughs> like same here. as a Christian. So I, like, no, I grew up in faith. So it's yeah. the same thing for me. I, I mm-hmm. grew up in the church, but it was very religious and mm-hmm. I, you know, I, none of it really hit my heart until I was 27 years old. You know what I mean? So I had stumbled back to Jesus a million different times. But to me, this, like, I take it very simply, like, yes, that 
I was saved then, but like, I didn't mm. even know what it meant. I was living in st- sin still. I right. wasn't, you know, really committed to Jesus. So when I recommitted my life and got baptized for the second time, y'all, mm. <laughs> I then like, I, I considered that like, I am really now a new creation and I'm going to right. live that out. So yes. that's what made yeah. the difference for me. And I'm not defined. So like I've been getting some prophetic words lately. We'll talk about the prophetic some other time. We love it. Um, but so <laughs> we do, but um, they, they've been saying, don't look back to don't look back. Cause I think my biggest thing I've mentioned before had been dealing with like feeling that shame from like the sin, but that sin doesn't define me. If God forgets it, then I should too. And rather the sin is a result of struggles that I was having and perhaps even attacks on myself, my, my identity, like we've been talking about. But one thing I love and I love coming back to is that the attacks on our lives are, have much more to do with who we are going to be in the future rather than who we were then or are who our past self is. So the ways mm-hmm. that we were attacked when we were like 20 um, or even younger are attacks against who the devil knows that we are created to be in the future because he knows when somebody's marked with greatness, he knows when mm-hmm. somebody has a great future. He probably knows it more than half of us listening know it I know. Like, until we Consider walk into it. Consider yourself a threat. <laughs> exactly. Consider so it's actually like, Dang, I've like messed up a lot. That means I probably have an amazing future and I need to let myself just forget about it and accept the um, forgiveness once I've repented and move on and then totally submit your ways to the Lord. Yeah, amen. I mean, literally, I the like example I think of is like, <laughs> we you're, you're in a jail cell, but the door is wide open and you're just sitting there like, I'm trapped. Yes, you yes. know what I mean? Like the Lord's literally like, I've I've taken care of everything. I don't see you as this. <laughs> you are free. There's nothing holding you back. The only thing holding us back is ourselves. Real talk. Sorry, y'all, if this is hard to hear, but it is. That's what holds us back is true. ourselves. And so really just like talk to Jesus, commit your life to him, say you're sorry and ask him to come into your heart for like the 4,000th time like I did. Exactly. And, but, but mean it. On. And then move on. Literally look at yourself as a new creation. That's what the Bible says and Mm -hmm. move on. That's it. Move on. Yeah. And some people (laughs) might need, right. Some people might need, you know, forms of, you know, deliverance. I mean, we all need deliverance guys like all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. So don't feel afraid to reach out to somebody you might know or somebody in your church or us. If you need prayer or you feel like you need something just to click for you. Cause Juliana, Juliana and I have both had moments where we have been like, okay, I'm done with this. I'm walking into my future and we want the same for you guys too. Um, look, we want to focus on the future and really maybe next time or some other time, not next time. Cause we have other things to talk about, but we'll talk about making vision boards and focusing on the future. Cause that's so important. Yeah. 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 So it's just stepping into the freedom that Jesus has for you and not looking back. Do not look in the rear view mirror. 
because that's how you get in an accident. <laughs> yes. Well, if you're driving, just looking in the rearview mirror, y'all, that's when oh, there's yeah. an accident bound to happen. True. And so, yeah, I, I had a dream about that. The Lord was like, do not look back. Wow. That's Don't good. Don't look back. No. That's good. So, Will you close Do us we have prayer? an activation too? What do we have? Oh, yeah. What do we have? So let's think. I I think it's literally um, as easy as, you know, talking to Holy Spirit, praying and saying like, Lord, is there anything I'm looking in the rearview mirror about? Is there anything I need to let go of? Um, That's good. And asking the Lord, like, show me what I, you know, show me what I'm supposed to look like as a new creation and just like start believing that. And it might be something where you have to speak this verse over yourself as a true statement, like Danny has talked about. So it's second Corinthians five seventeen. So it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. So saying like, I am in Christ, I am a new creation. Boom. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all there is yeah. to it. And just speaking that over yourself and stepping into what the Lord has for you. Yeah. 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 All right. Good. I love it. Thanks, Jules. Will you be able to close yeah. us out in prayer? I would love to. All right. Hey, God, thank you so much for this, for your goodness and how you are so quick to forgive and love on us and how you just see us and in our purest forms and who you have called us to be. And I pray that today, whoever is listening, Lord, that you would show them who you've called them to be. Show them that they are a new creation and you have so much greatness in them and for them. And so we pray that people would be able to let go of things in the past like you've called yes, them to Lord. do, Lord. We say let go in Jesus' name. And we say and step I, into the the identity. Yes. Yes. Um, and Danny? I just break off perfectionism in Jesus' name. I just got like the sense that there are people listening who – are just feel like they can never measure up to the standard um, that maybe they've even set for themselves, but maybe family members. And I just, in Jesus name, I break off perfectionism and I say, you yeah. have to go. Thank you, Lord, for your acceptance, your mercy, and your grace that just surrounds us and overwhelms us and wraps us up in a loving blanket now in your precious name, Lord. Yeah. Amen. That was good. Amen. Sorry to interrupt. I thought. No, I love that. Place. You can do that anytime you want. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All, All right, y'all. Right, Thank you for being here. We'll see you next week. Same time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Same time. Same place. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Heaven's Heartbeat. Be sure to subscribe and tune in next week.